podcast my name is juan and we want to go in and open up with a small topic have you guys seen the dc's new publishing a new thing um and it's superman's basically bisexual uh, yeah <laughs> that's, that's what we're opening up with yeah yeah so you didn't read the thing here you know he doesn't read that he doesn't read any kind of set list or any kind of structure thing. but yeah superman is in a gay relationship no uh, and i <laughs> like i get it change and whatnot um, but why Superman? Why couldn't they come up with so, a new superhero? So whenever you brought that up to me, I went and I tried to look up more about that. And uh, the writer, whatever the fuck, he um, he told me that there there's a lot of persuasion. He told you? No, he didn't tell. Uh, he told me, but he told the camera, which was looking at me, that. <laughs> and you think they're talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm watching the video. It's kind of how it works. <laughs> okay, go on. Go on. But basically. He said that he was persuaded by the whole community. So basically, the community saw him and reached out to him and kind of forced him, semi, not semi, forced him to make this character into what it is. So, so is it a gay guy playing Spider Man that in the sh- in the movie he's gay? Superman or oh, it's, a, com- it's a comic you right said now. Spider Man. Oh, Superman <laughs> <laughs> shows how much I pay attention. It's a it's a it's at a comic level right now, so it's a comic book. But it's canon. You know, they saw what happened to Dave Chappelle. They're like, hey, make him gay. Make him gay. Don't get canceled. I guess so. Maybe. But yeah. But anyway, let's Probably get started. Get well, what, what, what do you think about it, Mason? <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> Try not to get canceled. Me too. I'm all for it. What do you think, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. Let's get it started. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Code 3 Podcast. My name is Mason. I'm Cameron. I'm Juan. And we have Cameron's old dear friend, Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the music stops. I just want to say I'm a longtime listener, first time guest. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's our only, yeah, number he, one fan. He was our only listener on The only SoundCloud. listener on SoundCloud. And then y'all shut it down on me. Yeah, we ran out of free minutes. Yeah, he is our number one fan. He's the only listener that was on SoundCloud. And then we ran out of free minutes, so we can no longer <laughs> upload. Oh, on yeah, they, that's terrible. I'm stoked to be here, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I've known Jacob since we were six years old. We met in the first grade, Miss Kirksey's class. Tell us, a, tell us about that. Tell us about the whole thing on how y'all met. Was it the first day of first grade? I think it was the first day of first grade. I walked in the class, and there you were, sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> And it was you and another guy. You and another kid named Kevin. Oh, yeah, Kevin Baker. Y'all were twins, bro. Damn, I can't remember names for <laughs> y'all shit. Y'all were identical. And it took me about four weeks before I actually could tell you apart. Well, I remember, I remember Kevin because his mom was our baseball coach, and, and we played together. But yeah, I remember I remember Jacob coming up to me and in Miss Kirksey's class, and we instantly became friends. He gave me this he gave me this uh, this little map he drew. Bro, I crafted I, that map. I know. For you. I love telling this story. I told it at your wedding, <laughs> and uh, he came up to me and he brought this little map that he drew. It had the school had this like squiggle line going all the way down, and he drew a little house and it said my house. And he said, "Hey, you come over to my house sometime." <laughs> I was like, "Come over anytime, bro." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> So little detailed. did we know. Little did we know we lived like right behind so, each other, separated by some. There woods. was woods that separated us. We found that out ten years later. <laughs> yeah, when 
and I was just holy shit. I was just out there it walking in the woods. After. It was about fifth grade, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just walking in the woods, and then there you are chilling in your backyard. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 Cameron. <laughs> yeah, basically, that was it. You were with Garrett Vaughn, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do y'all remember names so well? I can't remember. Shit. Pe- look, you got to remember where Our we grew town up. Had well, you, you knew people, everybody. <laughs> you knew everybody where we grew up. Man. All right. What's what's some what's some of y'all top stories together? Well, I don't know. We used to we used to hang out in those woods a lot, and uh, we would go into these abandoned houses. Houses. There was one right across the street from you that we would go inside all the time. Criminal trespass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we just waltz on in there, bro, and just. See what they had going on. Yeah, <laughs> how they left it, you know. I, we would carry our BB guns like down the. Remember down that the one time, bro? And everything. You two, I think it was you and Ryan. We were in the woods. So y'all were just walking. I had my BB gun. I was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna shoot Cameron in the back." <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? He did. <laughs> I turn around, and go, Jacob. What the hell? And he's like, "Ah, oh, I wasn't even aiming at you. This thing's broken." That <laughs> <laughs> was, bro. I was aiming right at your back, and it. It was great. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as Jarrett. Jarrett would just deliberately point the thing at you and shoot you, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah I did it. <laughs> Jarrett? Yeah, you know Jarrett. The guy that's like... He likes to slap legs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jarrett. He likes to get Jared, a good yeah. grab in every now and then. <laughs> yeah. 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 i never seen he's, that, though. He's real touchy. I think it was the first time I met him, too. Like He's just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, this and that. And then a couple of seconds later, he'll go up to Cameron. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Slap my leg, <laughs> grab the fuck out of it. That's how you know he likes you. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. must not like me. <laughs> <laughs> never slapped your leg. No. But oh man, yeah. Me and Jacob, we go way back. Uh, no, we got a lot of stories. It's like this one time I, I was I was still working at Brookshire's. I like you Brookshire's. like to call it Brookshire's. Brookshire's. It's Brookshire's. Uh, I got Brookshire. off late, late shift. It was probably eleven o'clock, and Jacob and Ryan met me. In the parking lot, and Jacob was driving a, a single cab F one fifty at the time, and we all we all piled into that. And then for some reason, no idea why, he's like, "Hey, you want to go down Old Camp Highway?" And it's this back road. It's it's dirt. It's dirt road, and it hadn't rained for a couple days, so we thought that it wouldn't be muddy. We got way deep in there, maybe a mile, and there was another truck abandoned, <laughs> and they're blocking the it, way. It took the entire road. It did. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't get around it, so he <laughs> threw that thing in reverse, and we got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> we were out there for all we had. I think you had your Glock with you. That was about it. No, I had that little 9mm Smith & Wesson, bro. I was like 18. Yeah, and... Uh, we were out there for a long time trying trying to we were all muddy trying to push it out he had to call his dad he was not happy <laughs> i got my dad on the phone woke him up it was like it was like what? one one or one two, in, two in the morning i was Damn. like hey hey dad we're stuck out here where you at i'm out here on this dirt road uh and i ain't getting out <laughs> what, what was his reaction when he got there yeah, bro he was pissed so so basically what he did was he got out there 30 minutes later. <laughs> he uh, so he so he hooked it up to some chains. He threw that truck in the drive and gassed it. And I was in the back of my truck steering. Well, he threw me all over the road going like 40 miles an hour. <laughs> and yeah, I was so going, pissed. I was, trying to, I was trying to steer it, but I was going to the left and right, going through the ditch, going through the grass. It was terrifying. Boom. Yeah, I remember, and his truck wasn't four wheel drive or anything, but it pulled it out of there pretty good. But it tore up your uh, alignment and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was after I'd wrecked it. So, 
<laughs> I, just, I was like, I really hope we don't got to call my dad. <laughs> we tried to at first, but. I remember we called Aaron. Aaron Aaron couldn't make it out there. We were stuck out there for a couple hours. <laughs> Aaron was like, nah, bro, I got to sleep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Bye. Be, be thankful you had service. Yeah. Wait, well, was it kind of close by here? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not that far, actually. But yeah. it's uh, it's just this old dirt road. It's called Old Kemp Highway. And it's it's just there's nothing out there, just fields and, and trees. Needless to say, we never went back out there. <laughs> I've never been back out there. We should go. Were you part of the whole paintball during the senior night oh, story yeah. thing? That was me. That was <laughs> me. So, junior senior war. They had already had their week of back and forth. You know, they're they're doing all kinds of shenanigans. And we didn't really participate in that part. <clears throat> no, 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 because. We weren't about it. We didn't really care. But what was it? So we all got in the truck. At the end of it, they have a big bonfire. Juniors and seniors get together. Parents come out. The kids. Everyone. They have this bonfire. It's a family thing, you know? So we're like, let's shoot it up with paintballs. (laughs) (laughs) So we get in the back of this truck. Cameron lent me his full auto like paintball gun. Was Jarrett driving? Jarrett was yeah, the was driver, in, It bro. was in his old F-150, that gold-colored one. So it was me, uh, Jarrett, Aaron, and another person My, oh, well, who is employed by a police department. Probably shouldn't well, mention this. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got in there. I'm in the back. I'm in the pit of uh, the bed. We got in the back, and we drove up there. There's a big field right by it. And I told Jarrett, hey, cut around this field. We're going to go. We're going to buzz them. We're just going to pop out the back and start blasting. <laughs> You hitting everybody like parents like, and kids bro, too. Sh- the crowd, like, <laughs> oh my god. So first, first go, we go around, we make the UE, we come back. We're like 500 feet away. Our paintballs ain't even touching them. They're just all looking at us like, what are they doing? <laughs> and I'm like, Jared, get closer. <laughs> so we make this big ass U come around, and we pop up, and we just start firing in this crowd, and it's just a wave of people just start running away. I've never saw anything like it before God. in my life. No Russian. It, no Russian, bro. It was just like it. And so we're like, shit, we got to get out of here. So I told Jared to gas it. And we're going, because so from the roadway, it's like a half mile driveway. Oh, wow. So we're on the way out. And we look behind and we see all the men loading up in trucks. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God. And uh, we hit it onto the highway and we just see a, a line of headlights behind us chasing y'all chasing us so i was like i told Jarrett. i leaned over into the door like on the driver's side i was in the bed it's like Jarrett, hit this road right here and black out and we did and we pulled into a driveway (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know and uh we blacked out in their driveway and we just saw like five or six cars pass us but i couldn't even imagine if they would have caught us bro (laughs) shoot them with paintballs that's all you got they they get close to the car and just (laughs) straight close I don't even know how you would get out of that. I, you couldn't explain your way out of that one, so. It wasn't us. <laughs> no, no. Hey, we're just chilling. <laughs> we just with came these, from. We're just chilling with these paintball guns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was our senior year. You shot kids, parents, everybody. Hey, come on out. Hey, it's a family night. It's going to be fun. It's going to be totally friendly. And then they all get lit up with paintballs. Hey, full disclosure, I was shooting above heads. But I don't know about the other guy. <laughs> oh Damn. Well, you know, paintballs go down a little bit, so let's go ahead and run the floor. Hell yeah. Uh, Jacob was going through some of my stuff earlier and uh, pulled out this little uniform that we all, all uh, me, you, and another friend wore. That we all donned. 
Yeah. Um, has anybody seen Reno 911? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle. We had this. Uh, I'm we only had in season one, week. though. We had Homecoming Week. And uh, we had to dress as like, our favorite character or whatever. It was. Was it? Or was it Spirit Day? I don't know. But it was dressed as a TV character or something. So the four of us ordered Lieutenant Dangle. It was outfits. Spirit Week, and we dressed as TV characters on that one day. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so we all show up in this uniform, and I wore it there. I didn't bring an extra uh, change of clothes, so I was like, God, you committed, I, hope, bro. I hope everyone else wore the same thing, because I'm not going to do this by myself. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we get there. We're all, we're all in our uniforms, and we go up to the door, and we notice that the assistant principals out there making sure everybody's still in dress code <laughs> and uh because <laughs> part of the dress code is yeah they allow us to wear those those costumes and stuff but yeah the fingertip rule is the fingertip rule with the shorts if your fingers go past your past your shorts you can't wear them so we were shrugging our shoulders <laughs> making sure i'm pretty hey, sure he we did. didn't make it bro we slipped through <laughs> yeah we, he was like all right <laughs> yeah he, yeah he was pretty much like he probably already knew what y'all were <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh yeah that that whole day we were looking back is pretty cringe but i mean it was, it was funny uh, how I old were y'all what, what year was this i was 17 this was last year bro <laughs> <laughs> this was in 2013 or 2014 hey we got some good pictures someone came dressed as barney right we so we had to barney. do the arrest thing <laughs> where they were on the ground we were on them arresting them and stuff but <laughs> damn yeah. I just remember they played the Bad Boys theme song at lunch and asked us to go up to the stage, and I remember this one dude was like, "You're not, fu- you're not funny." You're not funny. <laughs> All you're doing is walking up stage. <laughs> There's always haters out there, man. Yeah, bro. Haters. Tell yeah. about uh, our fire department. Oh yeah, adventures. So, yeah, me and Jacob were on the <laughs> local. We were on the local volunteer fire department. Oh yeah, Jacob was on there first, and he was able to get on younger than 18 because his dad was on it i had to wait till i was 18 to to get on he convinced me to to join up it was fun you know we got to take these little pagers home and they were loud as hell when a call came out it you'd be sleeping right in the middle of the night and it would just go off it was this loud beeping and it'd be the dispatcher telling you where the fire is that's really all you got or medical yeah and then eventually they had it to where you'd also get a text that way you could see the address and stuff so yeah, we would go. We would go to calls. We had we had little lights on our windshield. <laughs> so, looking back now, that's we sh- shouldn't have done hey, that. They were but red no and blue. one messed with you, bro. Oh, oh yeah. If you were going to a call, oh, you yeah, had those little red and white pull lights. Over, boy. <laughs> and we would fuck with each other too because if we rode with each other, just going to the store or something, he'd reach over and turn my light, my little lights on, and the guy would pull over. I was like, "What's he doing?" I look down and it's turned on. I'm like, "Holy hell!" So illegal. <laughs> <laughs> that is illegal. <laughs> But hey, you know, I mean, the you know the local deputies and stuff—they didn't really care because they they knew okay, that's the volunteer farm, and they bunch of sixteen-year-old kids going <laughs> yeah. to put out a fire. <laughs> yeah, I no mean, big deal. <laughs> so I mean, they really never try to charge anybody. How much either. training did they give y'all whenever y'all were volunteer fire? Absolutely zero, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say on the job training. It's on the first, job. <laughs> first fire, you get a bucket. Hey, oh, where's the this. fire was at? <laughs> it was yeah, it was basically on the job because we would be at the fire, whatever, and then another fireman who had some experience would be like hey you know what you know what that's called <laughs> you know so let me let me throw this story out it was my first structure fire it i'm like 15 i'm in high school Holy i got shit. school the next day i'm asleep my little pager goes off beep 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 and they're like hey we got a structure fire i hop out of bed i'm like hell yeah i get in my truck 
I had some rotator lights that I put on the top of my car that you had to plug in. It's a little the, dodge. Uh, the uh, cigarette lighter thing. <laughs> yeah. I threw that bitch in there. You know, I heard the... I knew it was going. I got there. Three in the morning, I pull up in my fire gear, and I just see a, another fireman. He's there. He's like, Wisman, come here. So I follow him. I put on all the shit. He, te- he kind of shows me. And the next thing I know, I'm crawling on all fours and fully involved, like, house fire. I don't know what I'm, I'm like, doing. Oh, I'm 15 years old. I'm like, hey, let's go. Like, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for, but I'm in it. <laughs> That's how it is out here. And, man, and sometimes, you know, people have a lot of guns and stuff. Shotgun shells. They I've ex- had that. They explode. I've had the shotgun <laughs> shell explode right by my face in the house fire. Holy you know? shit. See somebody's dog that didn't make it out. Yeah. Yep. But I mean there was some fun times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Juan's over here. He's looking real depressed. I just gotta cheer him up. Damn. <laughs> what was that one time? There's there was a there was a shooting or something somebody drove by and was shooting at houses or something. Oh bro. <laughs> That's funny. So <laughs> this story is those motherfuckers. <laughs> Scurry tech or small town USA, okay? <laughs> And uh, we get a call of a shots fired or something. Someone's shot. I'm like, cool. I got this. I'm 17 years old. <laughs> I drop. I jump in my little car. I'll get there. I'm the first one there. And uh, everybody say, you know, they see my fire jacket. And they're like, this guy knows what he's doing. It says fire department on there. <laughs> like, hey, come over here. Get over here. So I'm in the middle of this house, and there's this dude laying on the ground, and I'm in the middle. Like they're watching me. Like. Do something. Anybody got band-aids? This dude got shot. (laughs) He got shot in the face by his like girlfriend, you know, baby mama or something. He got shot in the face and he's like, ah fuck. Like he's he's hurting. He's talking though, you know? And I'm like, fuck. Like, what do I do? And uh I guess I don't know what I did. Tourniquet on his face. See, that's not how I remember the story. I thought you said that you showed up, the dude was laying there. Yeah. This was before I got on the fire department, but he, the guy was laying there, and you show up, and then somebody said something like, oh, my God, he's dead or something. But he gets up, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was that shock factor. I thought he was going to be dead. You know, he was shot but in the face. But no, he was talking. He was pissed more than anything. How did it look? Uh, it was a twenty-two round that hit his cheek. It bounced off his cheekbone, I believe. Mm. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. And uh and then everybody, know. all the whole family's looking at you, and you're I like, oh, we can't whole, do anything until he's dead. <laughs> I was like, hey, everybody, you need to get out of here. You know, let me work. <laughs> and then I waited for the ambulance to get there. <laughs> Secure the scene. Yep. Asse- essentially. Yeah. Man, just so, put pressure on it, man. There ain't really much I can do. <laughs> Once all the family members leave, hey, man, you just got to put your, put your so, palm on so it. Like so the fire department was really good, to sum it up, throwing you into the middle of a bunch of shit and not telling you how to handle it. <laughs> but here's the thing, you know, I look back at it now. I remember going to these medical calls and fire calls and stuff. The fire the fire ones weren't so bad, but the medical calls where somebody's having a heart attack or somebody's, you know, that has something wrong with them where they need an ambulance now. You've got all these guys showing up in their personal vehicles just covering yeah. the yard. And then they're all just hovering over this guy. I, I, Watching him die, bro. Yeah, basically. I remember one, uh, it was in this nasty house. And there's this big old guy laying in his bed. His wife is like, oh, my God, he's he's not he's not moving. I mean, he was moving, but she was like, he's, he's not responding. And he was there like this. And 
there's like six of us standing over him. All of our cars out in the yard. The, the actual fire engine hasn't showed up, and an ambulance hasn't showed up yet. And we're just there. Uh, they're trying to hook up some uh, to get his blood pressure and stuff. <laughs> like I'm just standing there like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, hey, look, I went to EMT school. All right. Flunky, yeah. So but I, I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we both did. went. We both went to EMT that. school. We're, we're EMT dropouts. <laughs> you got dropped out. Yeah. Well, I I dropped. Did you drop I, out I, or did you I fail? Failed. Yeah, I dropped out I before failed. I could fail. I made I a seventy three, like, and the passing was seventy five. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I knew I I was probably maybe three or four weeks in, and I hadn't passed a single test. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Because on top of that, I was also taking other college courses and working full-time i was like this is not for me i'm just gonna finish out actual college because it didn't count as any college credits or it counted as uh like extra curricular or whatever yeah it counted as credits it's just it was a side it wasn't my degree plan and so but yeah you know other than that it was fun it was a fun experience so when did it transition from you guys being firemen and then all of a sudden okay now i want to try to be police i think it was the emt school that really uh pushed me more towards police because i was like i know i gotta take this class eventually i don't want to take it again as soon as i graduated junior college i went up to the fire department on a day they had a meeting and i couldn't wait for the meeting so i just put all turned in all my stuff i texted one of the guys like hey let the chief know i'm I'm done (laughs) and then that like the next day i or i think it was the next day i started the police academy Wait, what, so nice. were y'all sponsored for the EMT stuff, or were y'all sitting yourselves? We put ourselves. Yeah, it. it's a can it's a local sponsored? college. Yeah, you can get sponsored, but this was a local college. This was just to have a certification. Yeah, and the thing is, it was put. It was like two days a week, wasn't it? It was every other day. Oh yeah, you went to you went to the same one I went to, right? The local college. You know what I'm saying? So it was every day a week, and it was night classes, right? Yeah, I took the night classes four right hours. next to the hospital. It was four hours every every other night, and it was it was a uh, it was something. I was really looking forward to the uh, where you could. What they would do is <laughs> they'd give you a little patch, and they'd say, "Here, sew this on your shirt, and you got to go do some ride-alongs with the ambulances." Right, right. <laughs> I was really looking forward to that. But I, I did I never one, made it that part, <laughs> and I didn't go to one call. Fourteen <laughs> hours. Oh God! Sitting. Hey, so there were already two people in that ambulance. They put me in the back, bro. Damn. <laughs> Just chilling for fourteen hours. It was a. It was. It was not what it's cracked up to be. No, it's not. At least not in a small town. So for me, I I did the fire thing. I went to the military. Came out. I was in the National Guard. I did six years. I came back from training. So, I married my wife, my beautiful wife. Been married for five years now, Chelsea. Shout out Chelsea. I was like, yeah, shout out Chelsea. (laughs) Shout out Chelsea. I was like, I need a job. Like, I'm about to marry her. I got to, like, support her or something. And that's when you went to work for the prison, right? I was like, I need a job. The prison's hiring. 18 years old. I go into this prison. I go into one of the worst units, Cofield. I go and shout out Cofield. I I worked in ADSEG. So everybody's locked up. These prisoners are locked up for 23 hours a day. I worked there. I was like, nah, this ain't it. It was it was horrible. There's so this prison didn't have any type of air conditioning or any type of heat, and 
it was miserable for me and for the inmates. And you say there was like bugs everywhere, just bugs crawling everywhere. through the holes. So of the one prison. side, one side was cells, and the other side was windows. Well, all those windows were shattered. It was open to the elements. I'm talking. These people had pet skunks. Holy <laughs> shit! They got kittens, broke their legs in the cells, and kept them as pets. Yeah, so that they broke their legs so they wouldn't leave. Right? <laughs> they would. They would get accustomed to the cell, and they would stay there. That was their house. Damn. Um. So anyway, I did it for six months. I was like, huh, a certain county's hiring in the Metroplex. Let me go over there. So I worked in that jail and eventually tested for deputy, and now I'm in law enforcement. And you didn't get into policing till camp? You didn't? didn't so, so, yeah, I got, I got in through the police academy a little bit before Jacob did. Because uh, I just, all I did, I worked at a grocery store until I graduated college, went to the police academy. I was actually sponsored by a little town called Kemp. Shout out to Kemp. Shout out to Kemp. They sponsored me, but they did not hire me. They Well, they did, but as a reserve. So they weren't paying me. <laughs> but the chief was like, look, he's like, you don't want to work here. He's like, you can come and reserve for us. We'll, that way you can keep your hours up until you find uh, a good career. And, and, and so I was there for about six months. And then I went to, I went to Cedar Hill. I was there for about six months, and now I'm at where I'm at now. So it's a beautiful story. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So Jacob said he had some funny cop stories, huh? I don't know about that, but I have a few. I don't know. Okay, so I work in a, let's say, a county in the DFW Metroplex. <laughs> there, there's a few counties, so you can take your pick. And I started in a small town. I got a sign there to patrol. Um, there was just two of us. This town had about 10,000 people. And it usually, usually was me and another person. And uh, I remember one time, he, my partner, he was on a traffic stop. And I didn't even think anything of it. I just started to him. You know, I just started going to him. And I pull up. And I just hear this lady screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah, like just yelling at this guy. And I start running up there, and he has this lady at gunpoint, and she had somehow got out of the car and crawled into the back of the pickup truck. Covered, like, the pickup truck has, like, metal, like, um, a bunch of metal in the back, scrap metal. And she's just yelling at him. Her truck? Her pickup truck. Oh. And I go up there, and I pull my gun, and I'm like, hey, like, get out of there, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is damn. how this goes. <laughs> Turns out she had hit another car. She had been on like this like crime spree. She was under the influence of meth, cocaine. We didn't know that at the time. Kind of figured it. And uh, she looked at me dead in the eyes and said, I want to kill myself. And dove in the back of that truck, like grabbing for something. And so I just kind of put my gun up and I grabbed her arm. Well, she, she leaned back into the truck. And so I go in the back, crime in the back of the, of the truck. I'm, I'm on top of her trying to like arrest her, like at this point. And, and my body cam actually fell. Yeah, you show me that. <laughs> and it shows, just it has the money shot of you the arresting her. The money shot of me <laughs> arresting this lady with her face in the corner of the camera. And she just says, what did she say? She said, it ends saying, she, she said, I want to die. And that's what caused me to grab her. And then she says, oh, I hate this. <laughs> and, 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 and so when I, I left the small town... <laughs> They closed it down. They closed down shop, got their own police department. They moved me to, um, it's called Patrol Traffic. I'm on first watch. I'm on nights. My buddy, shout out to Barber. 
um, he was he's a go getter. He's always out there doing getting into shit. And uh, he got into a is that the one that wears the the hat? He wears the hat. He's the he's the one with the hat. Him and the other one. I call them the bubble butt bald boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, we met. Him. I met him. Yeah, right? you met both of them. We okay. always run together. He he had pulled a traffic stop right. Well, all four it's four people. They all um, I think two of them had warrants. He he's got them. You know he's doing his thing. Well, something happened, and I think the passenger ran from him. Just just zooted. And uh, so he's chasing them, right? And they're right by the Dallas Fort Worth, or the Dallas Zoo. So he gets into the foot chase. This guy jumps into the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Holy know, fuck. I don't know where he went. But Barbara, was, he, he was looking for him. He called in the, uh, our air support. So our air support gets there looking for this guy. We're all going over there. We're all looking, trying to find him. Well, all of a sudden, the air, the air unit, the helicopter, starts getting shot at. By some random guy. Unrelated. Unrelated, bro. He's just chilling on the highway. (laughs) Sees a helicopter and just starts unloading. Pop, 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 pop. Like, at this helicopter. So, we go over there. I say we. I wasn't in this. This is my buddy uh, doing this. I was actually going to jail. I arrested some person for cocaine. We get over there. uh, And then it turns into an active shooter. Five hours later, we, we finally got the shooter... He lost the guy, you know, it was a big ordeal, but it's just Dang, one waiting. of those things, man. <laughs> man I was waiting for uh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the part where you say he went to the zoo, then all of a sudden you hear the war the war cry of twenty gorillas. Harambe <laughs> 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 got him. <laughs> man, I don't think we have a lot of funny I mean we get like minor funny stuff happen to us, but nothing too crazy that it's it's even worth have- talking about. I had this uh, I had this one sergeant at, at Cedar Hill, who was he was a bit old fashioned, and uh, what, he'll get out and drive around sometimes. And he made this traffic stop on this one guy, and this sergeant he he was huge. He was buff. He was scary looking, and uh, he I backed him up on this on this stop, and like as soon as this guy saw this sergeant, uh, he was he was crying. He pulls him out of the car because he had warrants. And the guy was like, oh, please. He's like, okay, I got a little bit of weed on me. Please don't charge me. Please don't charge me for it. And as he searched him, he reached in the pocket. He's got this tiny bit of weed. And he's like, that? He throws it on the ground and stomps it into the ground. Not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, there. He's like, he's like, quit your bitching. I'm not charging you for it. Throws him <laughs> in the back of the car. I look at the corporal. I was like. Can, can we do that with weed? <laughs> and he was like, "That's some training day shit." <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, he, he did. I, I saw some stuff like that <laughs> over there. But uh, but yeah, he he was funny. He he was, he was really big. He would pick me up and shake me sometimes, like when he saw me. Godly, <laughs> I feel so disrespected. <laughs> You're just hey, it's for training, bro. <laughs> and, and one time, one time during detail, he was sitting there. And uh, he pulled out his baton, extended it, scratched his back, and then just closed it with his hand. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's that sergeant. That's a big boy. What do you yeah. mean that sergeant? No, he told me that story yeah. before. Oh, man. Um, I've got one more if y'all got. <laughs> hey, I got one more if y'all got time. Yeah, <laughs> we got like forty minutes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> take your time. <laughs> All right, so me and my boy, shout out Mejia. We always run patrol together. We patrol the southern half of the county. You know, we go from 
one side of the county to the other. Um, we got a call. There was a car. Someone called saying there's a car fully involved. Four people inside behind this bar. Oh, shit. We're like, bet. We're in route. So we get there. There is a car on fire, and it's behind a bar. And there's this huge um, black guy outside. He said he's the one that called it in. Uh, so we're looking at the car. You know, it's on fire. We can't see anyone in there, but we ain't getting close to it either. It's fully involved. And this guy is like, yeah, I was just chilling out here. Uh, I saw this car. You know, these people went to this car and set themselves on fire. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Something was a little weird at that point. Um, mind sus. you, this bar is closed, okay? And it's been closed for forever. Like, no one goes there. Um, so I start I start questioning him. You know, we got time. The fire department hasn't made it there yet. And he's like, yeah, and I need you to check on all the dead people inside the bar. They're everywhere. There's like 30 of them. Me and Mejia, me and Mejia, we look at each other, like, oh, okay. And uh, so I put him up against the car. I pat search him, and I pull out a baby bottle full of lean. <laughs> like a Cody. baby, baby bottle? bottle, yeah, a baby, a baby bottle. bottle full. I've of actually lean. seen that before. It was like, in online. his, um, it was in his front pocket, right? And so we're like, okay, cool. Um, this dude probably set the car on fire, <laughs> and uh, so. We're questioning him a little bit more. And I know, so behind this bar, there's a little shack that this old man lives in. He's like 80, okay? So I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him, see if he saw anything. He lives here. So I open, I knock on the door, and it kind of pushes open. I'm like, did this dude murder this man? So I go in there. You know, I announce myself, whatever. And it's a one-room efficiency. And he's in the far corner in a bed, fully clothed, just laying. <laughs> you ever played Fallout? Y'all ever played Fallout the game? No, I haven't. I, yeah, mean, I have. I have. Yeah. You know how the people, when they go to bed, they're in full clothes and they just lay on a mattress, yeah. right? <laughs> it was like that. Oh, God. <laughs> and he pops up and he goes, I say, hey, I'm Deputy Wisman, so-and-so Sheriff's Department. <laughs> and he looks at me and says, get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you notice anything weird? Like, there's a fire, a car fire right behind your bedroom window, like anything. And he basically cussed me out and told me to leave. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> and wait, he was sleeping in the bar he was in a little shack behind the bar i oh, guess he okay. rents there or somebody rents there for him and keeps him there it's kind of sad he like has alzheimer's stuff like that i'm like Damn. okay well he's get a real job <laughs> <laughs> he's out of there i'm not gonna mess with him anymore so i go back to this guy and uh sure enough you know we determined he set the car on fire he had moved it in there he had drove it in there crashed it set it on fire well, I'm like, where's your stuff? He's like, over there. He points towards the steps of the bar. Well, there's a shovel, a machete with like a golden handle. There's a God full box damn. of like full bottles of this fancy ass Patron, like 10 of them in a box. And he has a, a, a duffel bag full of cigarillos and condoms. I don't understand. Boy, was ready for a you, night. You boy. call the cops, and you're right. like, "Man, maybe I shouldn't have this lean on me. Maybe I should put this somewhere where it doesn't look so not only that, suspicious. What kind of sick bastard gives lean to babies. So it gets what? better. It gets. I don't, I don't think. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in a it gets, bottle. It gets better. So he's crazy. We've we've established that he's like 300 pounds. So we we kind of like. So was there people dead in the car? Though? No, there's no oh. dead anywhere. <laughs> We just kind of push him in there like he's laying down, you know, because we have chargers, so it's so tight back there. 
and you know they get the fire out whatever we're like all right well he's crazy it's his car let's take him home <laughs> so god damn his he li- he says he lives in this small city right outside of where we were at we take him there we we stop at the at the front and mind you it's like 7 a.m we get off at eight we pull up and a local police officer that works there pulls up behind us and i'm like oh my god like why and he's like hey do you have so-and-so in your car and i'm like yeah he's right here and he's like his dad's the commissioner of this town he broke into his house last night and stole a box of alcohol and a machete (laughs) (laughs) in my car and sure enough you know the dad he had broken into that house earlier that night stole all that stuff decided to ditch his car set it on fire and so you know we ended up just 1096 and i'm taking them to parkland tonight says that's a new code for me yeah that's uh apel oh, apel yeah yeah so me and juan looked at each other like <laughs> it was just one of those calls that we thought was going to be nothing and turned into like a whole bunch of bullshit i about to say i was expecting you to say yeah I turned them over to this pd and uh Cleared, no report taken. <laughs> we cleared like three hours after you guys you're want supposed him? to get off, He's bro. in the back. <laughs> Go ahead and grab him. I don't like it for you. <laughs> I don't want him. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, I guess a funny thing that happened to me is I was doing overtime. And so I'm already like, I think I was on my 14th hour. I was tired of shit. I was uh, in our hospital ER box. So I'm there. I was, I've already been there for a long time. And I'm already ready to go home. And um, I know y'all. What do y'all do? Twelves. We do tens. So tens. So I was. So I was already at the. I was at the fourteen hour mark, and I was already fucking tired. Yeah, you're hurting. And uh, I just do a little. We have to do walkthroughs, and you know, count how many psych patients we have um, in the ER. So I'm going. I'm just doing my walkthroughs. I go check on the 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 sitters that are there outside of the psychs room, and you know, just checking up on them i'm leaving my er walkthrough and i'm already, i'm like yawning and everything and um uh, what's it called uh actually earlier that day i apouched somebody and then leaving that so my body cam my body camera clears it stops in the beginning of the hallway and toward the end of the hallway it restarts because this guy he's a psych and they're not supposed to leave the rooms he steps out and he's he's a little bit bigger than me and bigger and always and and he he walks up to me like up in my face like hey what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> chill out <laughs> fuck i'm yawning <laughs> and like i'm like dude chill out what's going on and then the sitter comes he's like you know for the sake of i don't remember anybody's name um we call him nick it's like nick nick get back in the room get back in the room this and that this and that now he's coming up to me and now he's kind of like actively pushing me so i i had to push him back request other officers and that this opc guy is coming out of his room and uh i need help and then uh just in case this guy's gonna try to do something all you know we had i forgot we had a couple of officers that are known to be like through the roof whenever they get on a scene amped yeah and then uh another officer that's like likes to call people rookie all the time you know and so um so they get all on scene and then he like chills out now he sees like four officers there he chills out we got him back into the room he comes back out right and one of our officers that were on scene was like this like this tall 
probably standing for the record <laughs> like four feet yeah so yeah so yeah, explain like, that yeah like so pretty short he walks up to her <laughs> fucking huge right like huge difference in height and body mass and everything like that and then he he's looking at her and i'm like like he's not gonna do anything i don't think and then he redirects and looks straight at me and pushes me two more times. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Nick? <laughs> and then we, we grabbed him, put him in there, do soft restraints or whatever. And then uh, <laughs> and then uh, Sarge came in, kind of the same thing. Use of force? <laughs> and then we're all like, I was, he looked at, they looked at me. And I was like, I don't know. No? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> I had to call him later and confirm, like, make sure that was shit. Was. Which I think that they go a little... Like they they expect the littlest things of force to do like exactly. Which That's I'm surprised I'm, I'm on wondering. the the APO that me and you had when we had to take that girl to the ground. I mean, granted, it was just her resisting, put her on the ground, put her in handcuffs, but we didn't have to do use of force for that. But I was like, fuck, we have to do one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That was funny for me because I was fucking tired. <laughs> Were you ever told shift, Daddy yeah. Cameron? It was during my <laughs> month of B shift, my first month on my own. So you were what, B-shift into C-shift or what? No, it was A-shift to B-shift. Oh. I did overtime, but I was working my own. Oh, now. that was pretty early on then for Yeah, you. it was. was straight out of field training. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I got one, but you were there for, the, for this one. Uh, it was a couple couple Fridays ago. I uh, got somebody for DWI. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <and so laughs> right, a, right after we make the arrest, take them back to the station to start paperwork. Uh, this guy's talking all kinds of shit. He's like, I mean, this thing is still going on. He's hasn't had a court day or anything, but he appears to be intoxicated. <laughs> so he's he's talking all this shit, uh, call, calling us hypocrites and everything, making all these assumptions about us. Well, Juan walks into the room I'm in, and the guy stops talking shit about me, and he goes, he goes, who the hell's doing all that heavy breathing? <laughs> he goes. He goes the fuck's wrong with you? Did you uh, walk across the parking lot? <laughs> I just went to uh, get fucking Cameron's paperwork from another room. <laughs> yeah, well, we're kind of, we're just ignoring him because you know we're not we're just gonna let him talk and all this. But he is saying some pretty funny. Dude, shit. he'll pick any little thing. Dude, I start I tap my foot a couple times. He's like, "Yeah, tap your foot, fucking bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I I do this a lot. Yeah, and he was like, "The fuck you doing?" Well, I can do that too, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit's so funny. Uh, Cameron went on to the uh, went on the radio to try to get his uh, 1095 time, and uh, <laughs> once he goes uh, 2170, uh, right when he was at the end of 2175, the guy's right there behind him. 2175, uh, six, <laughs> six, six, four, five, eight. Uh, I, I bet, I bet. He's like, he's like, I bet you got fucking hard on saying that shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I bet you just came your pants. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was reading a statutory warning, and when I got to a part where I was quoting a penal code, and then I said penal code, and he goes, penal code sounds like penis. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's okay to laugh. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> hey, tell him what it actually is. The form's called Dick 24. Dick 24. <laughs> yeah, that's right. DIC. <laughs> Did you laugh at anything he said? Do what? Uh, no, I, I kept my composure. I mean, Did I kind of. I, I wanted to laugh at a few things he said. That's what I kind of like having the mask, like when you had to wear masks. Like, yeah, we didn't. Minutes, we weren't wearing masks. It's funny, bro. No. No mask there. But yeah, that was. That was uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> just because <laughs> you were heavy. You were breathing for that. I know. I know. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we did just. Hey, bro, walking across tell him park. you were just running stairs. Like, <laughs> Dude, you have no idea what I was doing. 
All I did was walk down the hall, <laughs> grab some papers. But yeah, you know, and what we do, uh, we eat a lot of fast food too. You know, there's a lot of good places, a lot of bad places. Anybody's had some uh, bad experiences with with fast food restaurants? What yeah. are those restaurants? Yeah, Jack in the Box. What's wrong with Jack in the Box? I hate them. Huh. I hate them because they're really bad Elaborate. at everything. They're bad at service. They're bad, uh, you know, with time. Like you order a burger, like just a number one, and I don't know why it just takes. I don't know what takes fifteen, taste? twenty minutes. It tastes terrible. It tastes terrible. It stopped going. Yeah, I would if that's not the only thing that's open at oh, man, two, so three in the morning. I have a bad experience, but was, I was working there. I was working at Griff's Hamburgers, and I remember one time this wall is like real dirty in the back. And Griff's Hamburgers has been there for years, like 40, 50 plus years, I think. Old building. And there's these little cracks in the wall, and he wanted me to wipe the fucking tomato sauce off it or something. As soon as I went to go put pressure to clean it, fucking bugs were coming out of the cracks. And I was like, damn. All right, still food's kind of good, you know what I'm saying? At least, at least if, if I make it, if I make it, it's good. Why the fuck there's tomato sauce on the walls? <laughs> I don't know. Bro. And then there was this one time to where the little food rack, there's mayonnaise. Like you, you have to put mayonnaise, and then you put the, the, thing in the shelf, and then there's a shelf on top of it. Well, me putting it in that rack, it made a roach fall in the mayonnaise. <laughs> so on the shelf above it, huh? Did you say something? Did you try to take it out? I had it. Yes, hopefully you I, picked I did. it out, bro. And kept serving <laughs> no. the, those burgers. No, I, I had to completely rush out, motherfucker, clean that thing, and then pour more mayonnaise in it. But man, just, that place was nasty. I just imagine like that sauce being on the wall. The manager comes up. What are you doing? Why are you getting using a towel? He takes a jar, <laughs> scrapes it up, <laughs> serve this. <laughs> but I mean, Gris Hamburgers got some good food. But it's I've never nasty heard of back there. Man, they used to there's a back hallway in the kitchen. He would let people just smoke cigarettes in the back in the building in the back hallway of the and your kitchen. Your manager's like, this is what makes Griff's great. You know, <laughs> this is what makes That's us that great. Extra seasoning, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Man, it was it was something else working. That's the only fast food place I ever worked at, though. Welcome to Griff's hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Jacob had one. He was trying to no, I was just going to comment, bro. I've, I've never heard of Griff's. You never heard of Griff's? Well, okay, so I've it's never not, heard of Griff's. Well, really? you yeah. uh, you know PG, right? Pleasant Grove? Absolutely. Well, I know you work you work kind of like around the area, don't you? Or no? Yeah, but I've never Is it a fast food restaurant? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty Well, there's one there's one in Mesquite. There's one in Pleasant Grove. There's one in like Irv, they're not they're not huge, but they're I didn't hear of it until I met him. So. Yeah. I mean, but they're it's, it's one of those like um it's a chain restaurant, but they're Not, still growing. Yeah, well, they've been around for a while, they've but they just around. don't—they just don't make a whole lot Kinda of them. Like Carl's Jr., like you—you you know it, but you don't know. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. You always see it on the highway, but you're like, I don't know if I should stop there. Right there, like, <laughs> what the fuck? But um, what's the, what's their mascot? Like, what's their thing? I think it's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's so. a clown. I don't know. Hey, I have a question. Is the number one the same? Across every fast food restaurant, this is burgers. Uh, yeah. Number one for grips is it was a double basic. Oh, number one for that's where I think they did that specifically to try to get more money off customers. So they just pull up and be like, "Hey, let me get a number one. Let me see." Yeah, it's, it's like a clown. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. So the number one is a double, and the number two is a single. And that's where they trying they, to throw you for that loop de loop. Yeah, charge them extra thinking they're. Can I get the number you. one? Yes, sir. That'll be ten ninety five. Food's really good. I haven't ate there that often. I only ate there with you, but like years ago. Let me ask you, how do y'all feel about Whataburger? 
How so do we trash? feel about Whataburger? Okay, Jalen just said trash. She's canceled. Kick her out. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Whataburger. Love the food, but... Water? Just say water. Whataburger. Wa- Whataburger, though. But no one ever water. says it like Whataburger. What a, okay, what whatever. That's not. That's uh, that's besides the point. Like, here's the thing. I, I love I love their food, but they can never get my fucking order right. And I order the simplest thing. I get uh, number one with cheese, ketchup instead of mustard. That's that's it. Maybe it's the way you word it. Just hey, bro, you're asking for way too much. I, I guess so. They take forever. Say this. You got to tell. My dude, my order is kind of hard to mess it up. Cheese and ketchup only. But and then granted, you get they, cheese and ketchup on a hey, bun with no granted, meat. <laughs> granted, they do fuck it up sometimes. I don't know how you fuck that yeah, up. Yeah, that's the thing. They always fuck it up. and Or they'll give me someone else's order. You know, like I said, I love it, but this, the service is terrible. I, I always find myself going to In-N-Out instead. Yeah, fuck In-N-Out. No, bro. Dude. In-N-Out, here's, here's, here's In-N-Out's the a little underrated. In-N-Out is the Chick-fil-A of burger restaurants. In-N-Out is king. Far, but it is because okay. Pretty good, the service, the service oh, okay. you go in there. They're like, oh my God, we're so happy to see you. What, what would you like today? And I'll tell them. And they're like, would you like to eat that in your car today? And I'm like, you know what? I would. And then I go up there. They give you like, a fancy oh. little tray and everything. I know. They give me that fancy tray. And then they're like, I'm like, oh, thank you. And they're like, my pleasure. Same thing they say. At, and at and they give us half off. No, their fries taste like cardboard. So with in and out Their fries aren't that good. But that's why they come with salt somewhere. A lot of people talk. No, I was just saying their fries are good. They're, they're, you're saying they're good? Yeah. Man, nah. They taste like cardboard. I like In-N-Out Burger. I, I read too. somewhere, and it was probably it was on Facebook, and it's probably a boomer post. But <laughs> I do believe if you have to be a, if you're wanting to be a cook at In-N-Out Burger, you have to work there for some years. Really? Like you have to put in the time. Like they actually take pride in their in their their burgers so i would hate to be a cook i, I, I was a cook and they get paid Dairy good Queen. oh okay that's they different. get paid like 17 15 dollars what an hour. the fuck yeah <laughs> that's yeah, pretty guys, good the, cook, the line cooks should get paid more <laughs> go down and out <laughs> damn shit i was a cook at griff's i made 725 <laughs> that's where i started at i ended at 925 an hour at dairy queen and apparently that was like Top shelf st- type stuff. They're like, yeah, man, you're making this much. You must be a good cook. Oh, I made seven twenty five bagging them groceries, boy, <laughs> carrying them out to cars, bringing the buggy in. Shit, I sold guns at Dick's Sporting Goods for nine dollars an hour. It's a lot of pressure on somebody. Shout out for to nine dollars. Shout out to Colby. But here's a story from Dairy Queen. Uh, he had a corn dog, and then uh, it dropped on the floor. But it was the last. It was one of the last two corn dogs. I- well, he served that corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> he put that shit back Order in the fryer up. for oh, a little I thought bit. You were saying that he's a customer that he dro- You're saying he worked there and he served that to the customer. Yes. Oh god. And, and he said he, this was his thing. He was like, "Look, you put it back in the fryer. The heat takes away all the dirt because it's still it's so hot. So technically, it's clean and more <laughs> fresh." <laughs> a little dirt never hurt nobody. No, nah, shit checks out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you were speaking of Jack in the Box. The Jack in the Box. I'm speaking of Dairy Queen. No, earlier. Oh, no, earlier. Okay. The Jack in the Box in Mesquite. It was one of them. I don't know which one it was exactly, but it was one that was like near my house. Um, they served someone a lizard in their french fries. It was a fried lizard in their french fries. Yep, yep. Sounds like Jack in the Box. Yes. Did they eat it? 
No, they almost did. <laughs> did they eat it? I they can't believe did. they served me this. But it was on the news. <laughs> it was on the news and everything. There was a, like a lizard that I guess fell into the fryer and they put it in the fries and gave it to someone. That's what I'm talking about. No. I don't know about y'all, but the Jack in the Box by my dad's house is spot on. Drive through and when you go in, they're. I'm pretty sure it's like the one manager that works there all the time and he's like hustling. But they have good service and the food's ah. good. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't trust no Jack in the Crack. Hey, I'm gonna throw this Jack in the Box out there. Shout out to Jack in the Box at Riverfront Continental in Dallas. They're the best. She works over there. You work there. She works over there. They know me. They know my order. Get it right every time. No complaints. You know that Jailbirds? That's right there. It's a Bond company called Jailbirds. That's where I work. Nice. She bonds them out. Just yeah, we bring them in, she gets them out. Not only do I arrest they them, get, they get bonded out by my girlfriend and or my fiance and hit on her. Hey, bro, they get out of there before <laughs> you get out of there. You know what I'm saying? yeah. They hit on her and they get bonded out. Oh, is, yeah, we're still talking to the judge. <laughs> They're already a free man. <laughs> is Denny's considered fast food? Nah. That's nah, not, that's I wouldn't say in. so. Because you go in, you sit down. Trust they, me, there's nothing fast about Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> it, that shit takes forever. <laughs> Well, why do you why do you say that? So because it takes. Oh no, I thought you were talking to me. My bad. <laughs> Denny's is the one spot that we go to. Like we got two locations. Okay, um, the first one, you know, it's three a.m. It's the B team, you know. So one one location. They're both so weird. Like one location, the waitress came up, and I think he was asking us about. Um, he came up and started with, uh, "Do you shower after work?" And we were like, <laughs> what kind of fuck? So we looked around like, I mean, yeah, sure. And You're in uniform. Around. Yeah, no, we're at work. What guy goes up to a bunch of cops? He's the waitress. Shower? So he, and he's the waitress, and we know him. You mean a waiter? <laughs> waiter. Yeah, waiter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and he looks back at another table of some dudes just chilling. He's like, see, they shower after work too. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's try another Denny's next time. <laughs> so we go to this other one, and uh, I forgot what happened. It's just, it was so weird. It was this second one was such a weird experience, just overall. Like it was like a creepy guy who just emerged from the back. It's like, <laughs> can I take your order? <laughs> I feel like that's just night crew, man. They're yeah, all, man, they're all dead, crew, weird like night night shift shit. And my buddy, you know, he's vegan. Um, and he was like, hey, I want this burger. I want the Beyond Meat, like, throw that on there, but I don't want the mayonnaise or anything else. He's like, okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to subtract the pickle from your order, but I'm going to add the mayonnaise, but I'm not going to put it on there. I'm going to put this and this and subtract this. And he's like, okay, cool. What? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he comes back and gives him like he's it's doing like, math. Like he's throwing all this out here, bro. Doing all this uh, numerical judo. Oh hell, bro! To try to get him a lower like price, and sure enough, he comes out. It's wrong, bro. I think it was a regular burger. <laughs> 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 he goes back to the kitchen. He's like, "What the fuck?" I told him, oh, "Fuck it." Exactly. <laughs> so I I hate Denny's, bro. I know it ain't fast food, but I just had to. Put no, it no, you know, nothing fast. Had about some him. bad experiences with regular restaurants too. Uh, I remember one time being Cheyenne, we went to uh, Chili's, and there was a full wait staff, but only one guy was doing all the waiting. We were there for what? Do you remember what I'm talking about? 
this this one guy. It, it, it was pretty recent. We were there for like over an hour waiting for our food. The manager would come out and apologize and everything, and we would still not get our food. He'd get onto that waiter. the The other waiters in the back they just they weren't doing anything. <laughs> hey, we sorry, thought, my waiter's still checking Instagram. He'll be yeah, back exactly. shortly. And then the waiter would come out, guys. I'm so sorry. I'll get y'all's food out as soon as possible. Please don't hate me. Like he was trying to guilt trip us. Please don't give me a tip. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Fucking hate waiters. Bro. But yeah, it was. You know that it was just that one Chili's that that have had that bad experience. But I mean Olive Garden. Which which Olive Garden was it? That me and you, and uh, it, was, um, it was me, Cheyenne, you, and Chelsea. It was the one in Mesquite. It was way before Angela started working there. <laughs> I was about to say, Angela will find some kind of excuse on why your order did not come out. Yeah, we it in took time a long It was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. We That's just right. came from the pedestrian bridge at Riverfront Commerce. Um, no, at Riverfront and Continental. There's that, there's that pedestrian bridge. We, you know, we watched the fireworks and we came back. We were like, hey, we're hungry. Let's go to Denny's. You mean Olive Garden? Or Olive Garden. <laughs> Sorry. Still thinking Denny's about Denny's. Hey, like, man. I'm He's still like, upset about Denny's. Right. It's on my mind. <laughs> we go to Olive Garden, and we yeah, we sat there for about two hours before, I think about an hour and a half, they came and took our order. It was rough. It was they were giving one. us some breadsticks, though. <laughs> hey, they were getting that bread, the breadsticks and that uh, all-you-can-eat salad and soup. We were full off of that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like Texas Roadhouse. You get full off the damn... Roll before you even rolls. get your fucking food. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest headlines of this week. <laughs> What's that? Travis Scott. The whole Travis Scott situation. Astro World. Yeah, the Astro World thing that happened over here in in uh, Houston. Houston, Texas. And um, you know, R.I.P. To, I, I'm not the I'm not the right person to talk about. <laughs> open up about someone else. Well, there was like eight. There was eight people that. That died during this? Eight were killed. Eight. Including a 14-year-old, right? 14, 16. I think the youngest My age thing is, is 27. What is a 14-year-old doing age? at a Travis Scott concert? Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's their, fa- that's their fan base. Yeah. He, and he, You're going to have to like, because I know she has a lot to say about and stuff. And he made it to where it was all-inclusive. Like, any, peop- any, any ages can come. He made that clear whenever he was selling tickets, too. That he didn't care how old you were as long as you had somebody that was over the age of 18 that you went with. Well, you, my kid, you want to go to Luke Combs concert? Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm fine. That's Country. Disgusting. What do you mean disgusting? I'm just right, saying I'm not going to send my kid kind to, of racist, actually. to a... <laughs> what's racist? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. What's wrong with sickle? What's <laughs> racist? No, but what now, I'm if saying... you want to go to a rapper's concert, <laughs> nah, you ain't going. But if you want to go to Luke Combs, well, shit, I might buy you the ticket and the beer. He, <laughs> he, on the last episode, he was telling people I wore blackface, so go ahead. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, I would, I, 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 granted, I don't know about the 14-year-old. Was he there with another brother? Was he not? Was he there with somebody else? Did he get lost in the crowd? I don't know. But if I'm going to send a, my kid at, at a teenager at that to a concert that it's a rap concert, it's already known to fucking, you know, drugs. You know, a lot of shit gets passed through there. Why, why are you looking at me like that? No, it's just funny. <laughs> no, it's a rage. A rage. Whatever that means, huh? It's a rage. I am Mr. Rage. So let me ask you this: Would you send your 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 teenage son to a, to a Travis Scott concert? I want to no. I will be there with him. <laughs> Sicko mode. But okay, it seems like it seems like you're saying it's the parents that were responsible because they sent their child. But that's not the point. The point is that 
what Jalen said, the tickets were sold to anyone underage as long as they had someone at the age of 18 to be with them. Still, so if you're man. a parent, you're like, okay, I'll send your older brother that's 20 with you. You're still not going to know. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no way for them to predict that their child was going to die at a concert. No, I know. I just, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it was the way I was raised. I, I don't think my parents would let me go to a rap concert. No, my parents, my, my parents never let me go to a concert. Why do you say rap concert? They're rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but that's not what the that's not the principle. It's, my, it's like the, like it's like for instance, my parents wouldn't let me go it's to scene. any kind of concert unless they were there with me. My parents wouldn't give a shit. It, I mean, it's the <laughs> scene though. It's like you. Was it, I, I'm, wasn't not it? Tr- I'm not racist, man. Weren't, <laughs> weren't there other weren't there other artists that performed before him too? Drake. Yeah, like oh Drake came up. He was just Drake like, came in there. for the sicko mode. was there. Don Don Tolliver, I think is his name. Don Tolliver. They kind of sing like the same kind of music, but they're like R and B artists and um, different kinds of artists. But Travis Scott's music is not really—it's uh, rap music, but it's not like hip hop rap that you would hear on the radio. It's like more like raging music that you, there's mosh pits and that kind of shit. I don't know, man. Okay, somebody else talk about it. Cause apparently, I'm I'm <laughs> retarded. <laughs> So yes, there was. I know that. Are there you was, telling there me you won't go to watch Sicko Mode? Is that what you're saying? I'm not a big Travis Scott fan. Sicko Mode. So you're telling me you Sicko never got Mode the, is the only song I know by. <laughs> you never got the Travis Scott burger, bro. I did not. No. Wow. The old cactus Man, jack. No, I like cheese and ketchup only. That's, that's not a lot of burgers. <laughs> but so yeah, eight people died, and like I think it said like hundreds were injured or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. there was a security guard who was also who also went down. He survived, but he said that he felt a prick yeah. on his neck. Went down, he woke up in the hospital after being given Narcam. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah Narcam. And, uh, and it, it was true. They, they saw it. They found the prick in his neck. and Shine over there struggling. <laughs> it's not confirmed. I mean, this is all kind of just like if there, rumors. The, theories. That of, somebody was going around pricking that. people with a needle. But what because, it, I mean, like, how, how else did they die? They haven't released, you know, the, the real reason would that you they put died. The, would you put the blame on Travis Scott? I don't know if I'd put the blame on Travis Scott. However, and like I want to put the blame solely on Travis Scott. I he's one of the enemies. Very in responsible though. Because was, I think he was the one that was telling like everybody come come closer to the stage. Hey, ignore hey, he's security. Done let that, him through. He's done that in the past concerts. I don't know if he did that in this was that concert. This one? He did. I think he did. And then on then on top of that. And a lot of people said, "Man, he just kept on fucking going." And he, I mean, he he let the concert go on, but there was, was like a nice five or six stops in the concert where he'll stop. The, the whole set to let and stuff I, happen and i mean i think part of it is he didn't want to cause panic because he caused panic more people die he doesn't care i promise he does not care about panic you can look at all of his other concerts he does not care he was well pissed. never mind it wasn't that no literally he, he, doesn't, he doesn't care and uh, at one point people were yelling you know stop to show whatever he's like who told me to stop and his response was to that was y'all know what y'all came here to do can i add to that yeah Drake was on there, right? He was in the show. He was there for three songs. Is it a coincidence that Drake and Travis Scott are 66 months and six days apart? That's pretty fucking cool. I didn't even know that. So, there's a whole TikTok conspiracy Mm -hmm. thing about this. You know, they all say he's, you know, satanic and stuff. I'm just saying. 
It might yeah, be I did hear some things about like rumors of it being satanic and him saying some satanic shit while this shit's going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like symbolism like uh in regards to that. Like um the flaming dove that that has to do with like sacrificing. A lot of people were saying it was a big sacrifice, like it was a demonic sacrifice. So they say about every Super Bowl. To keep the record clear, I don't believe that. You I don't think that? Funny. No. I believe I it. He probably he's probably doing it cuz it's edgy. He he wanted he wants the There's a, just a thing. lot of like weird messages, like yeah. especially in his advertising, like the eyes on the hands and that kind of stuff. Um, also, one saying like really stuck out to me, and he said, uh, "Will you be at the mountain?" Which I don't know if y'all know this, but if you're religious, you would know that uh, Jesus is supposed to be coming back to Mount Zion, which is a mountain where he's going to announce himself that he's back. And I just thought it was weird that he used that as one of his advertising, like, will you be at the mountain? I just think it's all weird. Because it's like, when you try and think about it, how do his songs relate to any type of mountain? It doesn't. Like, what songs, what lyric, you know what I mean? I think that's why there's so many big conspiracies about it. Well, sickle mode, it's about a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I had, I saw a TikTok before to basically da, to where da, da, all, da, his, da, all his da, art da, for, what are you doing? All his art for advertising, like his his mouth open and people are like, you know, like his big old face. Yeah. There's like this one Santanic Pretty or sick. whatever the hell it's called of a, it's like a ritual type thing. And then people make all kinds of conspiracies. Like one time he was wearing a Pearl Jam t-shirt. Well, I guess years ago, a Pearl Jam concert, eight or nine people died there too. And then people are just keep constantly making these conspiracy theories, trying to connect him to some kind of, you know, worship, devil worshiping shit. They, but they, you know, they said that about the weekend. The weekend is is a lot more open. <laughs> he'll have these, he'll have Satan flashed on his screens. Like so, his his shit's kind of it's, it's like he's a little more open with it. I mean, hell, I mean, even old bands like Iron Maiden, yeah, they're, they're one of their one of the biggest ones there. But even them in, in uh, interviews are like. Nah, we do it, man. It's edgy. It's cool. Well, you, uh, well, you know that the devil is... Con- he was an angel. He was a fallen angel. So mm-hmm. he, he's actually considered the angel of music. Who is? The devil. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was... The, he, he was... Or yep. Satan. I guess I'll refer to him as Satan. But he's the angel of music. So they say that that's how he gets to us is through music and i mean it just makes a lot of sense because a lot of artists not just travis scott a lot of artists use that kind of those kind of sim like that kind of symbolism in their music and how they advertise and everything so i also saw something to wear so i guess on the stage of his concert there was like this illusion of like a tour like a swirl or something basically you know hypnotizing the crowd or whatnot and then uh and then there was like i guess he had like the the fire coming out there was four on each side so eight sets of fires you know eight people died people were coming with a lot yeah of shit about I, don't, I don't i'm not it's, i don't i don't believe all that but shit. it is nah. fucking I, weird i just think it's just the fan base when you have a fan base of 10 I mean, not literally probably 10 years old to 17 18 is your prime fan base yeah. and you're encouraging these easily manipulative kids to to do this kind of stuff then it's good that's what's gonna happen it, it is fucking weird that a, a body's getting carried out lifeless body and he's over here yeah <laughs> singing staring at the body yeah you saw that video i right? mean Did i would, see that video i haven't no there's a he's on he's on this big old you know whatever the fuck it is the riser he's on a the riser. He's on a riser platform and there's a they're pulling um they're pulling a, a lifeless body out of the crowd and you know he he 
like for a fact saw that body because he actually did stop for that person and pointed it out and was like yeah get to him but it was literally like a three second stop like hey make sure you get to him and then he's watching them give this guy cpr and he's still singing like yeah with fucking auto gotta keep on it. this party them. going i think it's a tiktok rumor mill you know you have all these 10 year olds on tiktok up to what gen z starts at 1996 all these young kids on TikTok, they say boomers are susceptible to conspiracy theories. I think TikTok does that to the younger generation. Yeah. I think it's a big public publicity issue. He doesn't, you know, he's on stage. You know, you have a lot of going on. He he probably does see a lot, you know, these people coming out, you know, doing CPR in progress. He's doing a concert, so he might not. He might not think. I got to say, even like people are saying, man, that we were yelling at Travis to stop and this and that. Yeah. Uh, he might, you know, there's millions of people if, out there. If you, guys, if you guys ever uh, uh, like musicians, it's kind of like this. You have this on. It's like ear monitors. You have a track set going. Right. And it's all, you have one's going to have your tempo, you have your click, and then the other ear, you're going to have your own vocals and your own band, the DJ most likely playing on the other ear. This kind of stuff, man, you can't hear, you can't hear shit. So. It, yeah, you can't hear it, but there's there's like one thing that people got mad at was that there's literally like an ambulance trying to get through the crowd. Yeah, and like they he he would be able to see that it's flashing red and blue lights, and he still didn't stop. And then even there's um, Kylie Jenner, his girlfriend or wife or whatever, she posted an Instagram clip of her at the concert, and the ambulance was like in the clip, and so she's getting backlash too because it's like. You see it clearly, and still no one's stopping or like doing anything at all. Yeah, I feel like some people don't. I'm gonna say that, um, but I'm pretty sure he's kind of. It's also a thing of desensitizing to him because he's used right. to seeing these kind of rages. Well, he, he encourages it, but he still sees it. He has it happen. He sees red and blue lights in the crowd, and I think it it happened. Yeah, he. he might have known he might have not but now he has all these managers down his back yeah hey bro you need to solve this i also heard that he passed up multiple venues yeah and he wanted that specific one like knowing that it it probably couldn't hold as much because i think he even were you the one that told me this that he i told you that he went on instagram and put a post a couple days prior it's like hey we already maxed out the capacity but i was able to pull some strings and i got like 1500 uh, more tickets yeah, you know, his, and his home, and it was his home city. Jesus yeah. Christ, his home city wanted it to be worst a big venue thing. to do it at. Yeah. It was just all bad. And then bringing up these, the other stuff too, is uh, EMS was short. Yeah, that their EMS is already talking about. We were we didn't have gloves, latex gloves. Yeah, I think I saw a TikTok of, a, of an have, EMS or worker. CPR mask. We didn't have the right equipment. Yeah, we we were under, and they only had two water stations. For people to get water, they only had two water stations. You know how Damn. many fucking people were there? It was just way overbooked. Not only that, I think I heard somewhere where they wouldn't allow you to bring any types of drinks or food. No, like, so you would have to either go at the water stations, and then if they were selling water, it'd be completely overtaxed and like overpriced in general. So, yeah. like, that's part like one of the reasons why a lot of people pass out too. It's where they get their money. Yeah. Um, so the, he's already came out and said that the families he's gonna pay for their funerals and stuff like that um what else do you think should happen to the victims families like what do you think should sue what what else should travis scott do sue 
Travis, Travis Scott's gonna sue the fans. <laughs> no, oh, talking about Travis Those Scott. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> Don, you said so. You said so. <laughs> oh my god! It made it like that. No, but I think the family's parents or the the they should sue Travis Scott or the venue or the manager or somebody because that that, that show that show put a. Put a I feel like suing, like he can just give you a fucking check. I mean, it's gonna be the same thing as you going to court. I mean, he's going to give you money anyway. Well, then again, he is losing a lot of money because a lot of people are already pulling him from bookings from like in the year. Like his, uh, everyone's dropping him and they, he's not, they don't want him performing. They don't yeah. want, they don't want that responsibility. Yeah. They don't want it to happen at their venue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also his crew should be held responsible too. Like the camera people that were on that stage because there are, there's videos of two people in particular on stage telling his camera crew that there's someone literally dead. In the in the audience, and the camera crew was like, "I don't care, get off." Yeah, basically. And they have mics. They can talk to the artists. They can talk to everybody around there. They have microphones. They can do something. But his crew was like, "Nah, get off the stage." And you know, ever since this has been happening, there's they're starting to post more videos of like other artists, like Post Malone, country artists of people that that shit's happened in the concert, and they stopped the show until that problem was dealt with. Yeah. So there's other artists that will literally be like, "Hey, screw it, we're stopping it." Uh, man, I can't remember what band it was. Somebody stopped their show for 40 minutes and then only was able to play two more songs after that. Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold, yeah. yeah. That they, something was happening in the thing. They stopped for a while, get that situation addressed, and then basically they only had time to do two or three more songs and that's it. But hey. Safety should be priority with that many people. But now Travis Scott, pissed. you know, Home City wants to make it a fucking blast and stuff and he doesn't give a fuck. One person dies, two person dies, it sucks. But you got eight people dying. Come on, you stop. You know, kids. Did the show go on? Kids. Did the show go on like all the way through, or did so. they eventually stop it at one point? He, he, after it was declared, because the uh, police department declared it a mass a mass casualty event. After it was declared that, uh, he played for another forty five minutes. You guys still listen to Travis Scott or no? I would never really <laughs> listen to his music. Didn't care for it. I listened to Sigma Mode the other day, and I felt really That's bad about it. Felt, I hope you feel guilty. Felt guilty. I You're felt like a little bit guilty. <sighs> you better you throw up dance, that Travis Scott burger. One, one, once uh, <laughs> you over there eating the Travis Scott burger, you just you kind of start spitting it out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this shit tastes like. <laughs> I never drank get Sprite. That slutty daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the sus sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and also a special thanks to Jacob for joining in. Thank you. So make sure to check us out on YouTube and Spotify, whatever you're listening to us on. Also check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks, guys. Thank you.